Hey everybody, I'm a little late today. Um, I hope you guys are still awake. It's kind of late. Um, we're gonna talk about some single life because yesterday we got no 90 Day Fiance. We got a lot of football. We got some Usher. We got some Taylor Swift yesterday. We're back. We're back. 90 Day is back. Um, 90 Day takes breaks, guys. Like Christmas and not New Year's. Is it New Year's? Sometimes New Year's. They just don't give us 90 Day in football. some um single life um with me and Kara and all of you obviously so welcome back I'm glad that we are all back we're back to our regular routine hey hey how was how are you how was football yesterday I mean I was there to watch Taylor's boyfriend at the Usher concert I was one of them was it good <laughs> did you like the Usher concert it was all right he didn't sing the songs I thought he would sing but you know what I've noticed for the Super Bowl, they never sing the songs that I think they're gonna sing, right? It's not just me, right? Yeah. No, it was okay. Yeah, I, I think I would have had more fun at the the Usher residency in Vegas, because I think he sings everything at that. Because yeah. I felt like we missed out on a lot. And Alicia Keys, her first note on her song was kind of off, right? Did you hear that? Yeah. That was crazy, right? But also, I, I mean, I watched it, I'm not gonna lie, I watched it because my friend made Usher's microphone stand. So I was literally just watching it for that. Wait, your friend did what now? He made Usher's microphone stand. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, the connections. I didn't know about these connections, Cara. Yeah, pretty cool. That's well, pretty he's a machinist cool. In Las, he's a machinist in Las Vegas. And he was posting it, posting it for a couple weeks before as he would make progress on it. So I was excited to see the stand. Okay, now I'm gonna go back and watch it. Now I want to see. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice. So now I'll I want to go see. Pictures, yeah, I want to see. I'll send you pictures yeah, now because I know a person that knows the person that made that. So now <laughs> I feel important now. It was pretty neat. Yeah. It okay. Neat. So all right. So episode seven. No Jamal and um Veronica. No Chantel and Giannis or Giannis. I don't know how to say it. Whatever his name is, they weren't there. So we'll be. They'll be back next week. But we did get some Tim and Louisa. And we got some Debbie and Ruben the Cuban. And I want to talk about that because Debbie um, made the trip to Miami and she went on the date with Ruben. Everything is going well. She even got Julian, Officer Julian, to stay the hell away because, you know, we don't want to scare people away right away. You don't want them to meet your crazy family right in the beginning, right? You save right. that for like date 10. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty much in too deep. You know, they've, yeah. they've spent a lot of money, they've invested a lot of time. It would be wasteful them to run away from you right so but unfortunately after the second date ruben's got to face officer julian and it's probably gonna be an interrogation because julian already took down his plate you know it only takes one text message to one of his co-workers to get all yeah. the information needed you know this very well miss fbi <laughs> you know it, it takes one text message back to the station and he's gonna know everything he needs to know but the ironic part for me is Officer Julian got on a plane without running the background check. I assumed Officer Julian would have ran the background check before they left. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. feel like Julian is slipping a little bit, right? Because no, Julian is... I ran a background check before he left. Wait, you did? <laughs> I feel like I'm you just probably kidding. did. I feel like probably. you did. But I, I know that he had to have at least run his name, right? He's a cop. 
You know, cops, you know, when they're sitting behind you at a red light, they're probably running your name. Right. Right. Just, just to see what's going on. You know, I, I feel like there's no way he's going to let his mom go on this date with this guy. What'd you think of the three wheel? What do you call those? The three wheel car is kind of like a motorcycle. I can't but... remember what it's called, but we have a few of them around here and they're really neat. I like, like them. I don't yeah. think I would get in them, but I'm not a motorcycle person. Are you a motorcycle person? You I am. Are, do you have one? No, I not street bike, but I love dirt bikes. Oh, for real? I have dirt. Oh, yeah, you're bad. Bad. You're bad. Okay, you're a badass. Okay, so you go dirt biking. Yeah. See, I never, I never can like get a good grasp on who you are. I always learn new things about you. I didn't know this. So you go dirt biking. That's crazy to me. Yes. Do you wear like a helmet and equipment or are you just like, oh, yeah. it? okay, good. Okay, good. No, because I feel like helmet. that's super freaking dangerous, right? I feel like because you're off, off road and you don't know what's hard ground and what's soft ground. And I just feel like that's a lie. Absolutely. So, I have a chest, chest protector. I have, I've got full gear, knee pads. I've got all the gear. Okay, good. The helmet, the goggles, all I was that. So what do you think of Miss Debbie and Ruben out speeding around Miami in this little three-wheel motorcycle-ish car? Okay, now with that being said, I have a few of those around my town, and I've never seen anybody in it without a helmet on. So I'm a little more concerned that he didn't have Debbie at least put on something, but I also... They don't know the laws in Florida. In in Oregon, you absolutely have to wear a helmet in one of those. See, I don't know the law, but I see those a lot. I even see them on the I-4, like on the freeway. People are yeah. normally wearing helmets, um, right. especially on the I-4. Like around the neighborhood that I live in, I see them, but we have like four-wheelers um, where they just ride, because we have like open fields. Like we have like yeah. a lot of area where there's like ponds and open fields where we didn't build houses there's just woods and shit so people i do see people riding and they don't have helmets on and yeah, i'm thinking cool. like this is wild you know i don't know but since they're not on a roadway i don't know if it's like a free-for-all you just do whatever you want because in in, in florida a motorcycle you can lane split so like if there's traffic oh. on both sides the motorcycles are allowed to drive in between the traffic that's they completely legal that is very illegal. It's right. And not only that, it's really, really dangerous because yeah. you don't know how far out people's mirrors go. Because the bigger the truck, the bigger the side view mirror, right? Yeah. So you don't know how much space you really have. Because when I first got to Florida, we were sitting in traffic. I just remember I had my window down and a motorcycle flew past and it was so loud. It scared the hell out of me because I was like, whoa. And I looked it up and it said that the, there's no law against it, but it's, it's at your own risk. So if something was to happen to you, your your insurance is responsible because it's it's at your own risk. But there's no law that can give you a ticket for it, which I think is crazy. That's crazy. So that is very crazy. I thought it was a lot for you know people of their age to be doing. I mean, I don't like to limit people either, though, because I felt like watching this episode, I liked seeing Debbie at 67 in Miami living her best life. Because I was yep. thinking in my head, like, I want to be 67 in Miami, riding in a three-wheel motorcycle, having a good time. Like, that, that is a goal for me at that age. But yeah. I, I also was raised by a single mom. So I get Julian, because I was like, well, if that was my mom, I would rather her not be doing that. You know, right? Because I get one mom, and then 
anything goes wrong, I don't got mom anymore. You know, so I'm absolutely I'm super torn between that. It's like I want her to live her best life, but I also want Julian to place a little bit of limitation on how great of a life she's living because yeah. I feel like Debbie can be a little careless. I mean, she was moving to Morocco to marry a man that I'm trying to think of the best kindest way to put this that didn't like her, didn't love her. I was going to say something yes. about eyes, but I, I caught myself. I was going to say that couldn't look at her right in the eye. But you know what? That was distasteful. Yes. And I stopped myself. I, I, I don't want to go down that road. Right? I don't want to go down that road tonight. You Not tonight, what? Satan. Not tonight, Satan. So I, I feel like this situation and him meeting Julian will be a good test, though. Because yeah. an interrogation on the second date is really going to show how dedicated you are to making this work, right? Because nobody wants to meet, especially when you have, you're dating and there's children involved, but the children are an adult. How do you feel about that? Is it, is it necessary to meet the person's children if they're grown? Or I know it's very necessary to meet the children when they're children, because you're going to be parenting those children. Like, how do you feel about grown adult children? Like, if you were dating and the person that you were dating didn't know your children. Is it necessary for them to meet your grown children or no? Well, yeah, dates in, not on the first, second, third. Well, date. right. Because my kids' opinions are very important to me. But also, I don't think I would let my kids travel. I don't know. I can't say I wouldn't let them travel with me, though. Well, no. Because I mean, if my date goes to shit, me and my kids are still going to have fun. Well, right. I feel like. Like they would be there not necessarily to to sabotage you, but they would also be up. Oh, Dee Dee, hey Dee Dee, what's up, what's here? up, girl? So yeah, I feel like they would be there to not just make sure you're okay, but also to be supportive if things don't work out. And right. I think that's important too. You don't want to be in a city or state all by yourself dealing yeah. with somebody and then something goes wrong. I don't know. I feel like parents can be sabotaged. So I want to jump over to um John, Patrick, and Thais because. Megan met Patrick and Thais. He didn't, she didn't meet, um, hey, just got home from work. We're good. We're good. We're waiting for you to come back. I know next week you're going to be back. Guys, if you didn't know, um, Dee Dee will be back with us next week. So nice. we're going to welcome back for her. And then we're going to try to schedule the 90 Day Fiance trivia game that we've been talking about forever. Yeah. We're going to try to schedule that too. But I feel like Patrick and Thais kind of threw John under the bus. And I wanted to get your- 100%. Yeah, I wanted to get- your opinion on that so um do you feel like family should always be supportive of you or do you feel like families should throw or should be honest i don't want to say throw on the bus they were they were brutally honest and they said that you know he's a man child and he didn't want to have children and he, he was going to be like having two grown having two children for megan how do you feel about the way that they they threw him under the bus at this dinner because i felt like that was very sabotaging for me i feel like it was payback and that's all it was because Thais made the comment, you were very involved in our relationship. So I feel like it was payback. But I feel like they went for the jugular. They they threw him under the bus hard. I feel like Patrick was very um, sabotaging in the beginning of their relationship. To the point where they had to actually get get him out of the house. Yeah, And I, I do feel like it was a, yep, the de, de, de diva speaks tit for tat. I feel like Thais went there with the remembrance of the shit that Patrick put her through when she first got here. And she was right. like, it's time for you to have a taste of what you did. And I feel like 
Yeah. Revenge is always good, but it's like, I thought that they were in a better place. You know, I know that he moved out and they were getting along better and he was being a good uncle to Alessi. I thought they were in a, a better place, but apparently the grudge didn't go away. Um, Thais was still like, well, no, nah, he's just going to sit around the house. He's going to be babying. He's going to need to be babied. He's not going to be a good stepdad. How do you feel about people telling people that you're not going to be a good parent? Because I was always taught the type of parent you are, you never know until you hold the baby for the first time like you could literally be an irresponsible d-bag but the second that that baby is born a lot of people change for the better so how do you feel about them saying that he's not going to be a good stepdad i think it was a shitty move you don't know what kind of a stepdad he's going to be first of all but on the flip side of that coin the fact that he never discussed with her that he definitely doesn't want more kids if if you guys are already talking about moving in together moving states to be with each other all that shit don't you think the kid discussion should have been number one i i feel like yes or maybe he assumed since she had a child already that she was done but you're That's not cool. wrong that conversation there should never be assumptions in that conversation yeah. there should just be actual discussions and i think a lot of people avoid difficult discussions because they're scared to fight they're scared to they don't know how strong their relationship is to where that that discussion might be so serious that it ends that relationship. So they avoid right, it. Right. So she definitely says she wants to have another child, but it's like, we've had this situation come up with so many different cast members where yeah. one person wants a child, one person doesn't. And a lot of times they were able to work through it. So yeah. I don't know if this is going to be a situation where they can't work through it. So there was some drama. There was a picture a couple of days ago of John and he had a ring on his wedding band finger so the speculation Ooh. is that john and megan we're assuming megan we don't know i mean this was filmed a long time ago we're just making the assumption that it's megan he that he's married to somebody what are you thinking there because i didn't see him being a married man anytime soon so what do you think was going on i didn't really see him being a married man either so i don't know that's very interesting but also <clears throat> they met because she saw him on the show, she slid into his DMs. Mm -hmm. So we all kind of got a taste of John right out of the gate. We knew that he wasn't like top tier bachelor status, like just a super rich guy living in a super fancy house, had his shit together, had a nine to five, blah, blah, blah. We knew that. So she had to have done that when she slid into his DMs. So she can't expect that out of him. Either. Yeah. So um. I kind of, I kind of get the impression that it's a I'm gonna I'm gonna change him kind of situation mm. when you can't change him. Yeah, I, I wish women would stop trying to change and and mold men, especially grown men. Like I don't know, maybe if y'all are like just graduating high school together and you want him to be somebody better, very very easy. Yeah. You know, like moldable people, they're young. You know, you can yeah. teach them how to take work seriously, how to not smoke, um, how to you know, you can instill good habits in someone who's young, but someone who's like 36, 37, 40, it's kind of hard for you to instill habits into that person. They've been doing this their whole life. And right. why would they change it for you yeah. specifically? They never met anyone in life that they wanted to change for, but you're going to be the one to change them. It's like, I know that sounds stupid, but people are who they are. I think Kim posted this the other day. When people show you who they are, you have to listen. You have to yeah. listen. And I think Don was very clear um, when we met him with Patrick and Thais that he was very happy being a bachelor. 
and he liked sleeping with different women and he liked the 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 freedom of not being yeah. tied down so the idea that all of that is complete opposite now i'm questioning it you know because saying that you want something is one thing but actually doing it walking the walk is another yeah and i feel like he might feel like oh i want to because there's lots of men have you ever watched i don't know if you watch basketball lives. there's lots of like men who think they want to settle down they get a wife they get married they have a kid and then they just go cheat on her all the time yeah they weren't ready they thought they were ready for a wife and a family and, and being a good father and a good husband, but they're not ready, like mentally. They don't know how to keep it right. in their pants. They, they have the woman, they have the child, they have everything that they asked for, but then they go out and they still do stupid things. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. men change when they're mentally ready. And let's be honest, yeah. John is still living with his brother and his husband. Like, is he ready? Out of a Right? Is he? And yeah. The suitcase is his drawer chest of drawers his drawer chest so he is definitely not i don't like to say what people aren't ready for but being a stepdad is a lot of work um it's basically just being a dad i don't like the step yeah. in front of it it's just being a dad i think people yeah. like to say oh well i'm a stepdad it doesn't matter you're just the dad you know dads dads make a lot of tough decisions they they um compromise a lot and they right. give a lot of their time, stepdad or dad. That's just what you do. Working a lot more hours and doing a lot more things to make sure that that child has the best. And it's yeah. like, I don't know if John is ready to put somebody else first, especially a child. Yeah, especially a child, right? I feel like he might do stuff for yeah. Megan, but the child, I think that's way extra. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Donna said his vibrator collection, right? His whole collection. <laughs> well, you know, you think about, even traveling with a child, if you travel to the next city over, you still got to pack an entire suitcase plus a suitcase of suitcase. Yeah. You can't yeah. even remember to pack your personal hygiene items. How are you going to parent a child? You got to pack so much shit for a kid to go on a sleepover. You accidentally going to send your bag of vibrators on the sleepover with the kid oh, just because you don't know what you're yes. doing. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's a big mistake. Yeah, you're not going to be um in the parent-teacher, or not, not the, the PTA call log anymore, right? That's one yep. mistake, and then y'all are out forever. You know, one Absolutely. one thing. And yeah, I think that it's so much planning and it's so much um life, life maturity that comes with it. And like I said, saying that you want to do it is great, but doing it is another thing. And it's like, oh, good night, yeah. Dee. You better be back here next week, though. Good night, Dee. <laughs> Love you. I want John to be happy, though, but I think he needs to. I think I said this a week before or whatever. He should move at a slower pace. Go from bachelor to boyfriend. Don't go from bachelor to husband, right? Yeah. Like, I just feel like you need to move along in the correct order, you know? And you I work agree. your way up to things. Like, when you get a new job, they don't start you out as the company president. Yeah. They start you out at a lower position, right? And you get to know those positions. You get moved up. You move up the ladder. And then if you work your ass off, you might actually be company president, but, right? But Also, I mean, he literally went from living with Patrick for however long. It sounds like straight out of the mom's house mm -hmm. in with Patrick. And then he went from Patrick getting married, moving into the other brother's house. And now she wants him to move to Texas. Don't we feel like maybe he should get a house, whether it be in Vegas or Texas, of his own? Yeah. First. 
see if he can handle that before he takes on a whole ass family role and moves yeah. in with someone again. Like he needs some responsibilities all on his own. Yeah, you're right. You got to learn how to take care of yourself before you can yeah. take care of everybody else. Yeah. And you're right. Taking He's not actually taking care of himself, but now she's like, oh, well, you got to take care of me and my daughter and you and right. take on all this responsibility. And I think that their relationship will end fast. Even if he has good intentions, once he gets into it and realizes what all is expected of him, he's probably going to yeah. run yeah. because it's just going to be too much. It's going to be too much responsibility too fast. And he's never had to have the responsibility of making mortgage payments um, or making right. sure that there's groceries in the house or making sure that the child needs everything that they need. You know, there's these kids be playing basketball. The AAU basketball is like 700 to a thousand dollars. These kids are playing sports. They have um, recitals. You have to pay for the clothing for the recital. You have to buy the tickets to the game. Like there's so much stuff yeah. that you don't realize you're getting into um, with kids. And it's like, it's an investment. Cause I used to tell people all the time, I was like, having kids is the worst investment you'll ever make because there's no return you're just giving Absolutely. giving giving and it's like the only thing you get back in return is the love satisfaction and accomplishment yep. of being a good parent there's no monetary return and i think a lot yes. of people don't take that into consideration i mean unless unless you're will smith and you have jaden smith and willow smith you know other than that that's a very right. strange situation it doesn't usually yeah. work that way usually it's all you giving everything that you have to make sure that their life is amazing and then you don't really get a lot in return. You know, yeah. as a parent, you don't even ask for it. If you're a good parent, you don't expect anything in right. return. You're doing it because you want to. And I think a lot of people, they don't realize that because they're like, oh, it's like a million dollars to raise a child. I was like, well, that's not with inflation. We're talking like two million now, right? Like yeah. that's college alone, Jesus Christ. Also, I can be up to 50,000. Yeah. And, but I also feel like he's gonna struggle. He would struggle being a step parent no matter what. In my opinion, I, I maybe he won't. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But being a parent and or step parent of a nonverbal child mm. is that's challenging all on its own. That is so challenging. And you've got to have the patience, the time, the love, the want, the need, all of that. And I feel like he doesn't have that. He, he just He's interested in Megan, but I don't feel like he's interested in the family life. But then when you put the family life with challenges on top of it, I don't, I don't see it being very successful. I just don't. Yeah. I think I like, I like John and I hope it works out. I hope I'm wrong, but I just, I just don't see it happening, I, but he is good with his niece. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I don't know. See, but that's why I think he's building these skills as being a good uncle and being a good boyfriend and being a good guy. Cause you know, he said a lot of women didn't have a positive, um, um, a positive thought of him after they broke up. And I think that he is working on that. I think that he is being more sensitive to women's needs and he's, he's being a better man and boyfriend and uncle in person. I think, right. but I think it's too early on for him to be making these big moves. And like you said, a nonverbal child, is somebody that you have to understand what they need because exactly. they can't tell you and he doesn't yeah. have the experience and i think that it's going to be too much for him you know and i feel like then he's going to walk away and unfortunately that child is going to get accustomed to him and then he's going to leave and then it's going to yeah. be a whole thing because the only person losing here will be the child you know that child is going to go and that child is going to want to know why he's not there and i think we got to make sure 
But think about the baby first, right? The baby's the most important. Everybody else is, is secondary. The mom, mom can find a new man. John can find a new girl. The baby has to be the one that we're thinking about. 100%. So let's talk about Natalie, right? So Natalie, who, <gasps> is, <laughs> who is unemployed, she um, had some time, again, every week she seems to have lots of time. She had some time to go um, Halloween, to Halloween, like to a nice little haunted area with her mom. But her biggest issue was that Josh decided to spend time with his children on Halloween instead of with her, a 38-year-old woman. And I was like, Natalie, Josh is supposed to spend time on, especially Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever the situation is with his children. He's a dad first. She's going to be really pissed off when he spends Valentine's with his wife. Well, she she, I don't think that he realizes that his wife is his wife. I think that she, because she's like, I've never seen this house. I'm like, you, you know why, right? Because you're the other woman. The other woman right? doesn't get to come to the house. The other woman right? doesn't get to meet the kids, Natalie. You're the secret lady that he's hiding from the family. Like, come Literally. on, pay attention. This isn't hard. Like, we all can figure it out. And she's telling us that Josh would be husband number four. Did you get the math? That tonight? blew my mind. I knew she was married before Mike, but I didn't realize she had been married three, three. freaking times. Apparently, that 22 years old was the first three, time. That means there's three, three crazy blind men out there. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because let's be yeah. honest, Natalie doesn't pretend to be anybody else. No. When you meet Natalie, she she meets you with her level of crazy right at the beginning. Yeah. So there isn't like, it's not like a situation where she pretends to be easy to deal with and and a, a good partner. No, she she meets you with her level of crazy right from the start. So there's three crazy blind men who put a ring on this woman's finger. Literally. What, what like, the actual hell? Why would you do that? And now she's trying to bag Josh, which would be husband number four. And she's making it seem like Josh is the issue when she's the common denominator. Because I was like, Natalie, we can't say that Josh doesn't care about you and Josh doesn't make time for you. This man puts you and your mom up in an apartment. He yeah. bought you a car. He got you a job interview that you blew on purpose because you didn't want it. And I was like, but you're saying that he doesn't care about you. And I was like, well, what about the last three husbands? What's the issue with them? And I was like, you can't always be the victim in every situation. If you've been married three times and you're working on number four, and before you even get the ring, before you even yeah. get the ring and the wedding band on your finger, there's already issues. You have to start taking account. You might have something to do with it. You know, like, yeah. what are you doing specifically that are making these men run from you? And I was like, yep. the fact that you use them for everything they're worth and then go and look them in the face and say, you don't love me. I don't know how you can, how yeah. you can explain how someone doesn't love you when they put you up, you and your mom up in an apartment that you're not paying for. You don't have a job. She's been in America for five years, no job, not looking for a job. She could easily pay for her own life. Right? Like, there's yep. no reason yeah. why the woman can't pay for her own life. She has no interest to. She has no interest. Right. In, that's why she keeps trying to attach herself to a husband. That's her husband's job. Her husband is supposed to take care of her. And it might just be, you know, her culture from where she's from. You know, in the Ukraine, I believe the husband is supposed to take care of the wife, and the wife isn't supposed to worry about anything. But this is right. 2024 in America. You know, like, we right. don't work under those standards anymore. There's plenty of men who stay at home with kids and their wife goes to work. There are plenty See, of people. First who I was, at first I was getting irritated because every single scene with her mom, 
her mom's like, I want grandbabies. I want you to get married. I want grandbabies. I want you to get married. And I was getting irritated with that every single time. But then today I'm like, well, no shit. No wonder she's wanting grandbabies because by the time you settle down with your 15th husband, you're going to be 83. Like you need to start nagging. I mean, I think that at her age and three husbands in, she should have had a baby and knowing that it's going to please her mom. But I, I, I applaud any woman who refrains from having a child with someone that she thinks they won't be compatible. I don't because think that's the case at all. What do you, th why I do you think she doesn't have any kids? I, I think that maybe possibly she couldn't have children because this bitch is crazy. She would have trapped someone with a child a long time ago if she could have. That's true. That's true. I mean, it would I have think, been very easy. So she just can't. Her, so her mom doesn't know. Obviously, her mom doesn't I mean, know that she can't. I don't. Get. I don't even know if she knows. I'm sure that oh. she tried to get pregnant. You know what I mean? I'm sure she tried to get pregnant in all of them. She th she's such a gold digging whore that that's all she can think of. Yeah. First of all, so if if I can get pregnant with this guy, that's child support for 18 years. And this guy, that's child support. But it just didn't happen. I don't think, I think that she probably doesn't know it. Her mom probably doesn't know it. I just think maybe she can't. Or she would have several kids because that's a paycheck in her eyes. I don't think well, she wants kids. That's true. I mean, a lot of women, this has been going on for a long time. I watch basketball wise. And there's a lot of women, they, they meet the right basketball player and they have that baby right away. There's a girl, I don't know, this is off subject. There's a girl named Drea and she's um, pregnant by, oh my God, his name is Jalen something. He's like a 20 year old basketball player um, and she's like 37, 38, maybe 43, I don't remember. Her son is pretty close in age to the guy, the basketball player and it's like, these women, they, they find the man who has the biggest pockets, the fattest pockets, and they get pregnant. And like you said, 18 years. Because all you have to do is go before a judge. The judge looks at how much he makes. They just set an amount. There's no arguing. It's done. Nobody's getting, he makes so much money. He's not going to fight you either. Because as long as yeah. you leave him alone and he's free to go and date somebody else, you know, he'll write the right. check and move on. So you're right. If she, this would be the perfect plan for her because I feel like this is exactly what she wants is to be taken care of. And I think yeah. that she puts that over love. She puts that over respect. She puts that over connection. I think when she's looking yeah. to be in a relationship, she just wants to be taken care of. Everything else is secondary. And I think that's why yeah. she's a, trying to bag husband number four. You know, yeah. a man will take care of you if you are a good wife to him and you respect him and you don't cry and complain and call him names and pick fights. Every time that she sees Josh, she picks a fight with him. And I, I'm just going to be honest. Josh has been a pretty good boyfriend to her. Yeah. Like, he, everything that she's asked for, he's done. And a lot of it, he didn't have to. He doesn't have to yeah. house her. I've dated before. I didn't house the women that I was dating. That wasn't my job. Right. Right? Like, he doesn't have to He doesn't have to put her in a car, buy her a car, put her in an Uber. He doesn't have to do any of that shit. Yep. So the fact that he's done all of that, he's a good guy. Because there's lots yeah. of guys and who would have so told Natalie to kick rocks. Yeah. And, and he's dealing with... He, he's financially taking care of the mom, too, clearly. Like, I mean, unless Mike is, which is possible. Well, but either yeah. way, she's getting from both guys. Right, right, right. 
right, all right. Yes, because, you know, when this was filmed, she still had Mike's debit card. Remember, we learned back way back when um, that she was using that debit card in Florida. The whole time she was in Florida, she didn't have a job. Right. She could have got one. Right. She just didn't want one. She was using Mike's debit card, and for some reason, Mike let her. You know, and I don't know if he, he was holding on the hope they were getting back together or if just maybe he felt bad, you know, because he's like, well, I brought her all the way over here, and right. she's my responsibility. Maybe I feel bad. Mike's a big teddy bear. Who knows what he right. was thinking? He might have looked at it as, well, if I would have left her where she was, she wouldn't be in this situation. So it's kind of my fault. So maybe he, he felt obligated that he should help her. Whatever, whatever. I don't agree, but I know that she has taken full advantage of Mike. She's taking full advantage of Josh. I don't know her first two husbands, but I guarantee you she took full advantage of them yeah. too. Like I feel yeah, like he has absolutely. benefited financially from all of these men. And it seems like she's always looking for that next thing she's like well he gave me the apartment now i want this he gave me the car now i want this she's never satisfied because i was like yes. if she would just be happy with all of the things that he's done and just work on building the relationship maybe this i mean it probably won't work because he's gonna stay with his wife but she right. don't know that right like yeah. she don't know that she if she would actually try to make it work maybe he will leave his wife for her we don't know right yeah. yep i mean I can't help but we all know about Josh's son and this hor horrific car accident yeah. that he was in and all of that stuff. You know, obviously sending tons of prayers and it's just such a horrible situation. But I also can't help but wonder how Natalie is dealing with him not, you know, not being at her beck and call because he's with his son. But also, have you noticed that Natalie hasn't posted shit about it? Yeah. I did notice that I did and I know that she was really upset that the family wasn't welcoming to her because she's like well I should be there I should be a part of the family events or whatever and I was like how serious is this relationship like Natalie thinks that they're getting married but what does Josh think right this relationship is gonna be but because like, I, I respect Josh for keeping her away yeah. um, from the family because it's not gonna be serious um, there's no reason for him to meet the daughter and the son and the ex-wife and all these people. There's no reason to, to bring that in. And again, I kind of think Josh is hiding her. Like, I feel like yeah. she's, she's kind of a but secret. I mean, if, if you were any kind of a girlfriend, I, I don't care if you know your secret, if you don't know your secret, whatever. She should be sharing the shit out of the GoFundMe page because mm -hmm. she has a lot of followers. Because yeah. we all follow her because she's she's the shit show we can't take our eyes off. Yeah, it's, it's like pay-per-view. It's like pay-per-view. So she should be sharing the shit out of that GoFundMe page. If as much more. as Jet's father has done for her, it would be the yeah. least that she can do to make sure that that little boy is taken care of in this time of need. Yeah. And I think he's already had two surgeries, right? And I think he's going to have yeah, a third. That's how serious... This is, and the, he's lost a leg completely. Um, but Josh actually posted um, that he's awake, um, he's alert, and he was actually arguing with his dad, which, you know, for a teenager, this is normal behavior. So that is an amazing, that is an amazing update. So he's not only awake and alert, he's having an argument with his dad and they're having normal interaction. So that's a beautiful, beautiful update that we got. And I know this is only the beginning of an extreme journey for Jet, Josh, and his mom, Candace, this is going to be a, a lifelong journey, probably. The, the parents may never get over this, you know, and I, I just, I, like you said, I wish that Natalie was being more supportive. 
of oh she has three hundred and forty one thousand followers. Wow. Oh, if more than her, double than than Josh. Yeah, so if all of her followers, if half of her followers donated a dollar, that would be a hundred and fifty grand for his kid. But yet she's so worried about where her next interview yep. at uh, chiropractic office is going to be she doesn't give a shit about anybody around her you know by her not obviously i've never hit how i feel about her no but by her not posting that stuff man that really put a bad taste in my mouth it if speaks, I didn't already it speaks to her character absolutely because i've seen um couples who were married divorced had kids together or married divorced didn't have kids together and something happened with their new relationship and their child, the ex posted, said, I'm so sorry, yeah. sending prayers, or they showed how yeah. they wanted yeah. help. And these are people that went through divorces, hate each other, could could go through life without dealing with each other ever again. They had enough common decency to say, yeah. hey, there was a point in time in my life where I love this person and I love their children as well, and I wish nothing but the best, and I hope they get through this. She couldn't even do that. And it just shows Absolutely. a level of selfishness that she has. If it's not about Natalie, it's not important. And we've seen that season after season. She doesn't have any interest in anybody else's life or situation. It's always whatever benefits Natalie at that moment. And it's it's sad. And it's it's showing in the relationships and how they're failing and how she because she said in the episode, she's like, I, I deserve to be loved. And why can I be loved? And I was like, well, the reason that you aren't being loved is you're not loving other people. Yeah. You, yes, like you want to be loved. Other people want to be loved too, and they want right. to be appreciated, and they want to feel like you care about them. And it's like in yeah. her mind, the only way that she can be loved is if a man is housing her, paying for her car, giving her money, um, making her life easier. That's not love. <laughs> you know, love. Yeah. There are people who love each other who live in a car together. Yeah. They just love each other. There's no money being exchanged. Like I get that she wants to be taken care of, but you need to love the person too. Absolutely. Yeah, she just that that's I can't with her. I just can't. I just can't. I yeah. hope after this season we're done with her for good. Man. Because me too. She makes my blood boil. Like watching oh, this episode and the way she was like, I'm so mad that he decided to spend time with his kids. And I'm like, Are you serious? I was like, his children are children under the age of 18 you're a 38 year old woman now, of course he picked to spend halloween yep. with his kids i would judge him if he didn't and the fact Absolutely. that you don't judge him for it means that you're weird too like what Absolutely. do you even mean of course this man chose to spend the holiday with his children and as a woman you should support that god damn Absolutely. it you should yep. support him doing that you say you want to be a mother you want to have children if that was the father of your children and he chose to go out and y'all broke up he chose to go out with his girlfriend while you and your child went trick-or-treating he's a douche Right, like, and, and if you don't see that, you're selfish. And if yep. she thinks that her attention is more important than his children's attention, she's wild. She's wild Absolutely. and crazy at this point. He's every every available moment of his life. First dibs goes to his kids, and whatever he has left over, that's what she's entitled to. Yeah. And until she understands that, I don't think she should be having no kids. Yep, I agree. I completely agree. So I want to talk about <laughs> Teresa because um, she went on a date with Ty Ray in New Orleans. I grew up in Louisiana, so it's so fun to watch them going around New Orleans because I spent so much time there. And um, they went yeah. on a ghost tour, which I love that type of stuff. I mean, y'all know I love that type of stuff. And I just feel like 
this date was a waste of time because she's a she's in the army she's in the military she travels a lot and then she said that long distance relationships weren't her thing which yep. makes no sense to me because ma'am you travel for your job you're not, so that means you're just are you just randomly banging people or or you just don't yep. want to be in a relationship or tyree approached you with a camera crew and you thought let's see yep. where this goes I'm right that was the, that was where i was like what because they went through the whole date she seemed interested and then when he wanted to see where this was gonna go she's like oh well i don't do long distance and i'm like oh so he approached you with the camera crew you weren't interested but you saw there was a camera crew behind them and you were like let's see where this goes and it kind of pissed me off because tyree's a really genuine pissed. right instantly pissed because not only not only was she trying to get out of it through the whole thing oh he's so sweet but He's so nice, but he's this, but he's that, but, but you literally showed up because of the yeah. camera crew. You took away, you physically took away the only option he's ever going to have for a real first date. Yeah. You took and didn't even that. kiss him. He yep. was trying to get his first kiss out of the way. And it's like, you're going to waste this man's time. Give him a kiss. Yep. Right? Like if you're going to waste this man's time, you're, you're using him. Give him a kiss, right? The way that she just walked away. And I was like, obviously, hold on. I don't. I want to retract that a little bit. Women, you don't have to kiss anyone you don't want to. But also, don't waste people's time yeah. and lead people on. That pisses me off. And it's like, Tyree is such a, a teddy bear. Like, I don't feel like she, like, people don't know how to be mean to someone who's so nice and kind like Tyree. And I think that that's a toxic thing for him because he, yeah. people just want to love him and be compassionate. But he also does need the truth. Like if he approaches you and, and says you wanna, he wants to go on a date and you're not interested, just say I'm not interested. It's yeah. gonna sting a little bit, but it's gonna help him in the long run so he doesn't waste time and resources and money and get his hopes up over something that's never gonna come into fruition. Because that's what she did. She got his hopes up. She got him excited. She got him um, ready and getting advice and, and thinking that things are going well because she's lying the whole way. And then at the end, she's like, all right, cool. So we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, Stop doing that. Like I hate that. Yep. He will never, ever, ever have the opportunity to have a first date again. No. That was it. She and wasted she it. I know, and it's like I am so ready because I was like, damn, I wish I could get like a little speaker in his ear so I could help him on the date. But then as I was watching it, I realized it did. It didn't matter. She was not interested. Right. No, I was like, we should. I should go out to wherever the hell he is. I can be his wingman. We're gonna get him on a date. We're gonna find him a woman who actually cares. And I think yep. the key is get the cameras out of there. You know, I, you yeah. gotta find somebody that is gonna go out with you for you because you know, as we've watched him on the show, the cameras have ruined it for him. Absolutely. You know, fame has ruined it for him because people are like, oh yeah, he's not my type, but I would go on a national television show with him. And you know, it's like, that's ruining this whole situation for him. And we're leaving behind the fact that he is a virgin and he hasn't been yeah. on a date. He's never been kissing. It's like, I'm sick of him getting his hopes up and, and trying really hard. And it's like, I get it. Dating in 2024 is a whole thing. Like, it's scary. Yeah. Um, there's all these apps. It's very intimidating, um, especially for somebody as shy as Tyree. Can you imagine? He's super shy. He gets a little awkward. He has a nervous laugh. Did you see that he was sweating from his shoulders? 
This is how yeah. nervous he gets. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it's hot as hell in Louisiana. It's super hot. But he that there was that was hot and nerves mixed together. Yeah. And it's like I saw that he really wanted to make a good impression and that shit didn't even matter because she didn't care. Yeah. It makes me so sad. He is I I love watching his lives. I love watching his TikTok. When he gets on his lives and he does his little things, he'll have the those moments of silence. You can tell he's like he's nervous. So I always I'll jump in and do rapid fire with him and just ask him a shitload of questions super fast so that he's got something to talk about. He's the nicest person on the planet. Yes. Like the nicest person on the planet. I just wish that he had a little bit of fuck you in him mm -hmm. so that when these women approached him, he could just be like, nope, yeah. no, but he's, yeah. he loves everybody. You can, you can just tell he loves everybody. And I just want to go around. I just want to be his bodyguard for like a whole week. I need, a whole week. Me too. Yeah. I just want to protect him, right? I just want to, we need Absolutely. to protect him from the a-holes because people see him as an opportunity and I'm sick of it, right? And I know a lot of the people on these shows, this happens to them a lot. You know, people yeah. see you as an opportunity because, oh, we were watching Tim and Louisa on their date and Louisa's ready to take things um, to the next level. And Tim Poor Louisa, gosh, that made me so sad watching her. I love She's her. really into Tim, yeah. and I feel like Tim's not into her at all. And I know the the lifelong thing he's been fighting um, about his orientation. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think the issue is Tim has not moved on. Tim is still yeah. in a place where he's totally fine being really close with Veronica and not courting anyone else. Yeah. Um, and maybe holding on the hope that maybe possibly him and Veronica might work things out. Yeah. And I think that's where he is. Because they're like, oh, maybe he isn't interested in women. I don't think that's it. Honestly, I don't yeah. think it is. It's 2024. If somebody was um, homosexual, they would just say it. It No yeah. one judges people for that anymore. Like, it's it's weird to be straight nowadays. Like, everybody is so free with who they are. No one cares. And, and actually, I feel like people like it more when you aren't straight. Yeah. You know, so it's like, at this point, I don't think that's what it is. I think that he's really comfortable where he is and I think he's comfortable being single and I think he's comfortable kind of watching Veronica's life and judging her life and yep. being overly involved in it because you know how people say you need a distraction I think Veronica is Tim's distraction yeah I think he's distracted from his own single loneliness and he's more invested in Veronica's life because did you notice that him and Louisa were on the date and he was having an interview like the the camera interview and he was talking about Jamal yeah and he was it's like, and oh, then, well, maybe if Jamal, and I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, Jamal's not even yeah. on this scene. Yep. You're talking about Jamal and Veronica and how you guys are going to interact in the future. This is about you and Louisa, and you're not even commenting on what's going on. And I was like, this this really makes me realize this is a distraction for you. Whatever Veronica has going on, you're, you're uber focused on what she's got going on. So you yep. don't have to think about what you should be doing in your life, because there's no reason why. Tim should be single. Tim has a good job. He makes good money. Um, he's not a horrible looking person. There's no reason why he should be single. He's single because he wants to be. And I think it's because he hasn't really moved on from Veronica. He'll argue with me to the death that he has. Yeah. But I just feel I like, agree. I, I, I mean, agree. he'll never admit it out loud and he'll tell me to shut up and I'm wrong. But I'm telling you, I think that his interest in, in Jamal and her life is so strange. Yeah. Because even Veronica was like, well, what do you not like about him? He's like, well, I don't know. And I was like, you know why you don't like him? Because he's not you. That's yep. what you don't like. You don't, he's not you. If Veronica's interested in a person and it's not you, that's the issue. 
Yep. In all of these years, that was the first time we've ever seen Tim kiss anybody. Well, yeah, and because remember, awful. Jennifer wanted that. And actually, the first night, she wanted them to be intimate. And he was like, oh, no, I'm tired. I had a long day. I had a long trip. I had a long trip. Then the whole trip, it was her basically pressuring him to, to be intimate with her. Yeah. And, and he was just, like, not feeling. He's like, well, I don't know you well enough. And I don't think that's, I'm not comfortable. And, you know, he, he got a lot of slack for that, too. Because they were like, oh, you need to be you know, more intimate and show her that you care. And I was like, I don't like to rush people into doing things they don't want to do. I feel like you should always move at the pace you're comfortable with. But I mean, how slow is Tim moving, right? When she was- Well, watching, watching him kiss her was horrific. Yeah, it was like, bad. She, she likes him a lot. Mm -hmm. She is absolutely gorgeous. She's totally into him. She's super sweet. She's super patient. She's super kind. And here he is. I'll give you a little kiss. She's trying to have like a kiss, whether it be little or big, she wants a kiss. He's got one hand on the handrail and the other hand hanging down. No hug. Didn't touch her hands. Didn't touch her face. Didn't put his arm around her. Like how freaking awkward is he? I know. He's so right? awkward. I felt so sorry for her. Well, it, it, it can't be easy to feel rejected, right? Right. Because I know Tyree feels that way too when he's he's like the worst thing is just being rejected. And I feel like Louisa feels rejected. And and, and we're trying to yeah. understand why. Because he's like, I think you're beautiful. I do like you. I just don't want to touch you or kiss you or be intimate with you. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you rejecting her? Like, what the hell? Like, usually when you're on dates, you've been on more than one date, you're spending time with each other, you're getting to know each other. It's pretty normal to hold hands or kiss during that date. Yeah. You know, no one's asking you to go home and have sex, but she's just saying, hey, can you at least show me that there's a physical connection so I know I'm not wasting my time? Yeah. Because I know in her mind, she's like, how long are we going to go on dates? And I think we're just friends because she could be going on dates with somebody else, right? Like, this is valuable time, especially in the dating world where you, you waste valuable time with people that things aren't going to work out with. And it's like, why? Just be honest and say it. And I can't understand... Tim has a hard time of being honest and telling people what's going on because he won't tell anyone why he hates Jamal. He won't tell Louisa why he is moving so slow because he just keeps saying, I just move slower than that. But why? Were you hurt in the past? Is there a trauma behind that? Is there a trigger behind that? What's going on with that? Because, you know, in the dating world, men usually move fast. You know, I mean, let's just no, women. Because he's still in love with Veronica and Kenny. <laughs> like, he doesn't know... <laughs> Kenny. He just can't move on. He just can't move on. Well, I think Armando will have a huge issue with that, right? I'm just a I'm, huge I'm issue. I'm sure he will. But, like, Tim's got his kind of people. Yeah. And it's Veronica and it's Kenny. And these women, these beautiful Colombian mm -hmm. women, I, for whatever reason, he gets them, but then he pushes them away. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. No. Honestly, no. I don't understand it. I, don't get me wrong. Veronica's a very, very beautiful yeah. woman. Very beautiful. Um, good personality. I get why he, she's the one that got away. I get it. And yeah. I think her being so involved in his life isn't helping him move forward. Because, right. you know, the, the more time you spend with people, the more false sense of hope that things might change 
And I think Veronica's made it pretty clear that there's no chance she's ever backtracking with you. Oh, yeah. Like, she's made that pretty clear. She was like, yeah, we dated, don't know why, never going to happen again. Like, she's made that pretty clear. And I don't think he's on board with that because I think him being so involved with her daughter and being involved in her personal life, even just his friends, it's giving him the wrong impression of things. And it's right. kind of, I guess it would be considered leading him on, I guess, in a little bit of a way because... He, she looks at it as a friendship. He looks at it as we have a super close bond that other people don't have that we have. And he's looking at it as, well, Jamal could never replace me because of the bond that I built with her. And he's looking at it like that. Well, I mean, I get the best friend status, right? Mm -hmm. That's my best friend. I get that. But if that's the case and you guys are really best friends, I can tell my best friend, I'm going to do this. You need to mind your business and shut your damn mouth. Yeah. And my best friend will be like, okay, do what you want. I'm usually do. very happy when my best friend tells me something good. I'm very happy. And I feel like that that's what defines your friendship and how strong your friendship is, is if you don't get jealous and you're yep. happy for each other. And I'm sometimes I feel like when Veronica is moving forward in the dating world, he's not happy for her. Ever. I feel like he... He's like, I'm going to find something wrong with this. I'm going to pick, pick holes in this situation. I'm going to make it, you know, to where you see that this isn't right for you. And it's like, sometimes as a best friend, you just support the person, even if it's wrong, right? Like, I feel Absolutely. like we've watched so many people, um, especially a 90 Day Fiance, their best friends on the way to the airport tell them, I don't know why you're going to get on this plane to go get this person who doesn't love you, you know, but they still drive yeah. them to the airport. They still drive to like, Singapore because that's Gino's, what a friend does, right? Yeah, just it's like when Gino was going to Panama. He's getting his ride there, and they're like, man, I don't think you should do this. What was it, cousin? I think it was yeah. his cousin. It's like, I don't think you should do this, but I'll still take you there. Yeah, because as a friend, yeah. you're going to support them even when they're doing something stupid, wrong, and you're going to be there to help them when it all blows up in their face. That's just yeah. what friends do, and I feel like, Tim is more of a sabotage. He doesn't let Veronica do things because if she does um, successfully start dating again, then that ends any chance that they could ever date again. So he has yep. to protect what he thinks they still have, which I don't know, it's just an unhealthy imbalance for me between the two of them because I feel like Veronica does see it as a friendship. He's not on the same page. And in order for yeah. it to work, everybody's gotta be on the same page because Veronica looks at it like, oh yeah, that's Tim, I will consult him and tell him what I'm doing, but his opinion is not gonna outweigh what I want. And I think yep. Tim sees it differently. I agree. Because these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful women should not need to be begging this man for affection, right? I don't no, think No, we need that... to set Louisa up with Jamal. Wait, Louisa and Jamal, I like that. I that like that, or Louisa, or, or um, Jamal and Chantel. I'm totally down with Jamal yeah, and Chantel. I like but that too. If that doesn't work, Louisa would be fantastic. I love her. She's, I, I, I think she's beautiful. She has a good personality. And the fact that she's, yep. she's begging for anybody's attention is crazy. This just yep. shows you how crazy this dating world is that you can have so much going for you and you're still trying to get people to notice you when you're, you have all of these amazing qualities. It's crazy. Dating yep. in 2024 is probably the worst thing that that anyone has ever had to go through physically and emotionally, right? Like, I yep. feel like it's an emotional roller coaster. Yep, for sure. Chantel is too clingy. <laughs> I mean, she, 
she has to be. Chantel was in a marriage for seven years with a man who not only didn't love her and used her for a green card, but also was cheating on her and lying to her face. She got to be a little clingy, right? Like, I feel like she's been through a lot. Yeah. Like, that that can't be a good emotional toll on your self-esteem. Even though she's beautiful, she was with a man who... Clingy, clingy or not, there is no man in the world that is going to look at Chantel other than Pedro. Look at Chantel and be like, ooh, get off of me. No. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Uh, maybe Tim. Never. Maybe Tim. But that's it. Maybe Tim. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Tim. Tim's the only, the only man I know that will take a beautiful woman and be like, no, I don't really want to touch you. But we yeah, can hang yeah. out. He's the only man I know that would do that. And Tim, I, I support you. If you want to move super, super, super slow, that's fine. But at this rate, you're going to be married by the time you're like 80. Yeah. Right? Like, it's going to take a really if, long if time. If he's lucky. Yeah, if you're, if he's lucky. you're lucky. Because I don't know any woman who's going to stick around no. and keep going on dates with you. And then at the end of the night, you won't even kiss her and tell her to go home. Like, sir. Yep. Come on. You got to show her that she's desired and beautiful. Now, women go through so much to, to impress us, and we have to be very vocal on that work. You need to show yeah. her that you appreciate that. Louisa shows up on her dates looking very, very beautiful. Make her yep. feel like she's beautiful, you know? Absolutely. All right, so we're going to be back next week because Jamal and Veronica will be back. And it looks like they're fighting again. So no surprise. I, I did, I've never yep. saw what they had in common other than being two extremely good-looking people. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to come back for Chantel for her, wrap up her trip in Greece um, with Giannis and her friends. And oh, and then we're going to watch Julian have like a little interrogation with Ruben the Cuban. And hopefully he doesn't find anything because I kind of like him. <laughs> right? So yeah. Hopefully he doesn't Absolutely. find anything. Absolutely. Because I actually think he he is a really good match for Debbie. They're both super, super eccentric and, and loud and funny and awkward. And I think they would do well together. So fingers crossed that goes. And again, we're going to keep investigating this John thing because there was a picture that he did have a wedding band on. So we're going to keep investigating and see what's going on with that because he might be married to somebody. All right, guys, make yeah. sure you're um, following Cara. She's tagging this video. Follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. And we'll be back tomorrow because I haven't watched Diaries yet. But um, we're going to talk about Diaries tomorrow as well. Um, and any other weird news that pops up that we need to discuss yeah. too. So yeah. we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And everybody have a great night. Bye. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.